You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The Guided Goals podcast gives you the tools, direction, and resources you need to pursue your passion project. I'm Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst, and this is Right On Online's Guided Goals podcast. Our guest today is Denise Wakeman, and we're going to talk about visibility. Denise is a digital marketing strategist and works with authors and online entrepreneurs to strategically use social marketing tools to gain visibility, build credibility, and get their message out to the world. Welcome, Denise. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Deborah. I was pleased and honored to be invited. Well, I, w- I was thrilled you, you posted something increasing visibility. I'm like, Denise, because De- Denise and I, we've known each other, for, we were talking for years because we met right after I went um, freelance. In, right. It, wasn't um, it at uh, some social media event? It was at a social media event. And I always, always refer to Denise is the one who wore pink to match her business cards. And it is, I always say, the best example of personal branding, why you need to look like your business card, is Denise Wakeman. Um, That's changed. So I don't ever wear pink anymore. But at the time, it was a really good story. That's still a good story. And And it actually connected the dots for a lot of people. I mean, it was really, I... It worked. Did you want to add anything else about your your intro, your background? Well, I will say that I've been working on the web, using it as a marketing tool since 1996. So I'm an old timer, and I'm you know don't mind saying that. <laughs> I've seen all the changes because when I started, you know, hardly anybody had a website, you know, much less an email address, or and there was no social media. So. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of change and that's what makes it so exciting for me. And I love helping people find their way through this um, crazy thing we call online marketing and digital marketing and internet marketing and social media marketing, whatever you feel like calling it. <laughs> Even the last year, things have changed so substantially. Yeah. How are people supposed to, this isn't even our topic, but how are people supposed to keep up with everything that's changing every microsecond? That is one of those challenges we all face because, you know, even being experienced in this world, like you are, like I am, you know, it's hard for me to keep up with everything too. I mean, you talk about the pace of change, it feels like it changes daily now. I mean, just look at the topic of, or the the tools for live video streaming, you know, Skype, which we're, we're um, recording on now, that is like old school, <laughs> you know? I mean, and I, I don't say that as a bad thing because it's stable, we know it, it works, you know? And that's, that's what we're always looking for. But keeping up with it, I think is about um, staying focused on what you need for your business because there's going to be a shiny new tool 
you know, coming out every single day. There's going to be an update to that one that you just figured out last week and you're not going to know what the heck it does or means anymore. Um, so you've got to keep focused on what the outcomes you want for your business are and find the people who can show you the way. Because, um, you know, it's like, it's my job to, to know these things. So I am jumping on the new stuff all the time. And if I'm not comfortable or not, not comfortable, but if it's not my strength, I follow the people for whom it is a strength so that I can jump on it for my clients who could care less about which, you know, video to, tool to use, but they need to know if video is important for their business. So they just want to get the short version. So find the people who can help you stay on top of it. You don't have to stay on top of every single thing yourself. Just focus on what's important to you and your business and creating the outcomes you want. I'm going to ask you a question and it's going to be like, duh, why is visibility important? <laughs> well, let me tell you, if you want to be found <laughs> by your ideal client or customer, or your patient, or, you know, whoever it is that you are looking to serve, they need to be able to find you and they can't find you if you're not visible. And, you know, by that, I mean that you need to be active and consistent and constant on the platforms, because now there's all kinds of them on the platforms where your ideal clients are, are hanging out. So if you're a you know, your business caters to other businesses and you probably want to be focused on being consistent on LinkedIn, for example. Um, if you're an author, a novelist or, or you know, who is, um, or an artist, for, or, for example, then Facebook is probably, you know, where you want to be really present. So it's about not so much the... Um, you know, posting and posting and posting. I mean, that's part of it because that's part of the consistency piece, but by having a consistent message and being top, staying top of mind. So there is an awareness that you're there. You're not a fly by night. And that's all, what visibility is all about is that they know that you're there to serve when they need the solution you provide. Right. For sure. And so what tips do you have for, for getting the message across? Or is this something people should just know in their gut? Oh, no, it's, that's probably one of the hardest things that people have. You know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, as a writer that, you know, clarifying that message is, is one of the hardest things people um, struggle with. You know, they, they, they know it sort of in their body or, you know, it's like, well, but I do this, but that might not be the most powerful way to express it. So the thing with visibility is that there's you know, so many ways to get your message across, to tell your story. Um, and we are so fortunate now because of that. You know, in 1996, when I started working online, you know, there was barely you know, a website and most people didn't have any clue what that was, but that was the only way. And then there was email and then there was newsletters and autoresponders and all this stuff. But now we have all these tools so you can tell your story visually with pictures. You can tell it 
um, with your blog. So writing, you can tell it with video and there's recorded video, there's live video. So it's really figuring out two things. One, what is your, you know, audience want to know and two what, how are you the most comfortable telling your story so you know it would be easy for me to say yeah you've got to do all this stuff you got to do you know slides and you got to do webinars and you got to do a newsletter and you got to do video and do this and do that and the other thing but then you're spread thin and then you don't have time to serve your clients so you got to figure out what works best for you because if it works for you then you're going to do it Yes, because if you're struggling with it, 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 if you're struggling, you're not going to get that content out. And I have, I, I think writing is easy, but that's part of what I do is I help people um, get outside of their heads to actually do it. But I love Mm -hmm. video too. So I, I'm one of those weird enigma people who like both aspects, but and some people are really camera shy. And if you're camera shy, that you're not going to come across as competent or competent or whatever yeah. if you're like freaked out about being in front of cameras. So, and yet there are many other ways to do video other than, you know, head, head shots or what is it? Talking heads <laughs> like we're doing now. Yes. You know, um, you know, this is only one way to do video. So, so that, but that's a great point is that it's really about finding where your comfort zone is. I mean, I always encourage people to stretch a bit too, and to experiment because once you experiment, then you know, for real, whether you like it or not, rather than just making it up like, Oh, I hate video. Well, have you ever done video? No. Well, how do you know you hate it? I mean, I've had clients who are like painfully shy you know, introverts. And when they challenge it, just post a video in the private group. Nobody's, you know, it's, it's safe. And now they're doing video all the time. So you never know what you're going to find out if you do something a little bit different. Yeah, You just got to try. You got to try. You can always, then you make an informed choice. And do you have a favorite platform? I know before you said, you know, business is LinkedIn, Facebook's more for the social, the creative. And okay, so what do you think is the most effective? If someone just wants a little direction, what do you suggest they do first? Well, I come from the school where that you need to have your own site first and that you really should have a blog. Now, I know there are probably a lot of people out there who argue with me now, but, you know, I would that's, not be one of them because I'm <laughs> completely with you. You know, the thing is that, that the content that you post on a blog is still what the search engines are looking for. So whether, you, you know, you're, you're posting videos on your blog, you're posting images on your blog, you're posting text too. And that is the place where you really want people to go. So I say, that most people need to start there to build their foundation because that's the that's part of the platform that we talk about, like in, for platform building or building your online presence is that you need to have a place to send people and to demonstrate your expertise and to demonstrate your credibility and sending people just to a Facebook page isn't doesn't cut it in my opinion and sending people to to medium while I think medium's a great platform for publishing your content um, it's not your platform it's not your site 
you know, I republish content onto Medium. It starts on my blog. And that's what I recommend, you know, before you do anything else. I mean, you can be building up contacts on social media you know, while you're working on that platform, but don't neglect the, your own space. I'm the people who are listening to this. I am nodding because I am from the same exact school as Denise. So do you do full articles on Medium or even LinkedIn Publisher? You could do as well, mm -hmm. right? And what do you, th I've heard that a two week wait time between publishing on your blog and publishing elsewhere is good. Do you? I, I recommend that as well, too, because this, it usually takes it can take about that long for the search engines to index the content on your own site after you publish it. I mean, sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's not. But I like to give a two week uh, like grace period, let's say, mm -hmm. on my own blog first and, you know, promote that new content to all my social networks. And then after two weeks, then I drip it out to other other platforms. So I do republish. I republish full full articles on LinkedIn. I republish full articles on Medium as well. Um, and I always link back to the original so that Google or Bing know where the original content uh, came from. So that gives the authority to your own site. And that's what shows up in the search results if your article you know, is part of a search result that somebody has been looking for. So just to recap, visibility, it starts with your site and building your content. Then you find the platforms that you like and share. You find the content that you like to create and do that. What, what am I missing? What about engagement on these platforms? What do you recommend for that? Well, I recommend that you do have to engage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. In what ways? In what yes. ways? <laughs> Sorry about that. That's um, okay. Uh, so here's the thing is, and this gets to the point of having so lots of different platforms is that pick two, let's say, that you like the best. So maybe it's Twitter and Facebook. And don't, you know, set it and forget it. You've got to go in and respond to people and um reply to their comments and questions, tell them thank you for posting or for sharing or whatever it is. I mean, that's the, that's what engagement is just setting up, you know, um, you know, sort of auto posting, which I am totally a fan of scheduling posts. I mean, there's only so many hours in a day, but you've got to check in. And so I, I usually check in a couple of times a day to see if people have asked questions or see if people have shared my stuff or you know that kind of thing. And I will thank them. I will ask them questions. I will share their stuff. So I, that, that's a very, very key piece. Uh, you can't ignore that. And I do that on all my, um, all my platforms. Now, Facebook, you can have a page or a group. I know you can post personal stuff, but for business purposes, do you have a, a preference group or page? Well, I think both are important. And the reason why is that having a page is where your business content 
should go. It also allows you to advertise. And, you know, uh, Facebook is pay to play at this point. It's very hard to get a lot of engagement or even reach, you know, if you don't promote things every once in a while, promote some of your posts every once in a while. So it's important from that, that point of view. Groups, you get a much more intimate experience much more intimate experience. That's where you actually get to know people. Um, and I, I now have groups for all my private programs and I have groups for a couple of my free offers that I use as lead generation. And, you know, they do take time, but, you know, that's how people get to know you and they do turn into customers or clients. I mean, I, I, I see it. And I've also been inside you know as a participant of other groups that that people have and you know the conversations are much much uh, more um, developed you know versus just a comment oh great post you know Mm -hmm. there's actual conversation going on so I think they're both important now now what am I not asking you about visibility what what else do people need to know I would say that it's really important to include and integrate visual marketing into your visibility plans, into your your marketing plans, because it's the images and video, which are both visual media, um, that really get the most attention. I mean, it's just, it's a fact of life. And there are, you know, thousands of statistics out there that will tell you that um, live video on Facebook gets much farther reach now than, you know, pictures, you know, and for a while it was pictures got more than, you know, just text updates, you know. So it's important to mix it up, I think, and which means that you've got to experiment a little bit, you know, that there we go back into that video thing. But also, you know, sites like Instagram, Instagram's one of my favorite platforms. Uh, I just love scrolling through my feed and, and learning new things about people. And it's a really powerful platform for telling a story, but you got to think about it, you know, figure out what's the message you want to get across. But they just published something. Instagram said that they have now 500 million users. 300 million are active every day. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And the thing about images is like I can create one image and get it and publish it on all my platforms. So you get a lot of reach for creating one image. So it's worth it if you take the time to figure out your message and create the images around it, because then you can use them everywhere, 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 especially things like tips and quotes. So for example, my brand now is adventures in visibility. So I am always on the lookout for quotes about adventure and experimentation and um, taking risk. And then I use those, quotes laid on top of pictures from my travels because I've traveled all over the world and so I laid them on top so you get a sort of the metaphor plus the quote and that gives you a message about where I think it's important for people to you know be um, you know looking at their own business I love how you have that too adventures and visibility because 
they, they said, and this goes way back to like writing in college is you want to create something, put two unique things together and, and wow, you have such an awesome brand. I love that. And you live it and you live it, which is the other point. Well, it, the brand came out of how I live my life when I realized that the two couldn't be separated because for so long they were, there was my adventure life and there was my business life. And then in 2012, 2013, I realized, hello, they need to be together because that's where I am my, at my best self. And that's where I can have the most impact. And this is a great lead to my work-life balance question. So, okay. <laughs> so what do you do? Well, it sounds like you took work and life and you balance them together. Do you have anything else to say about that or recommendations for people who are struggling to find that balance? Well, especially when you are an independent, you know, business owner, I think it's really important to make sure that those two pieces are um, given equal weight (laughs) with that because balance, I don't know, you know, sometimes it's more work, sometimes it's more play, right? So for me personally, I need to get out and, you know, take a walk almost every day because otherwise I just sit in front of a monitor all day because I can just get totally absorbed in what I'm doing. Uh, So that's really important. It's really important uh, for me to schedule social time, you know, with my friends, uh, because if I don't, then I'm an introvert. I am a lone wolf and I'd be very happy just to, you know, stay in my home all day. And when I'm not working, I'd be reading, you know, (laughs) but it's important to get that social interaction. And so I make a very strong effort to do that. And I love to travel. So um, I can make an adventure out of everything I've decided, you know, I made that decision and commitment a few years ago. So I run with my friends at least once a week. And every time I live in Los Angeles, a run is an adventure. We run all over the county of Los Angeles and explore and discover new things and new food. That's the really important part is the food. And um, as we were talking about before we went live, I'm going to go live um, in Peru for a month. I love Peru. I've been there twice before. And I decided I wanted to be there beyond just being a vacation. So I'm, you know, renting a place to stay for a month. I'm taking Spanish classes. And as long as I have Wi-Fi, I can still do my work. So it's not a vacation. I'm just going to go live somewhere else than Los Angeles for a month and do my work. And that will be a huge adventure. <laughs> Figure that one out. That's Awesome. Love it. I love it. And and before I jump into giving out the goals for the week, anything else you want to add about visibility? I know you have a visibility challenge you do regularly. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do have 30 day online visibility challenges that I do three or four times a year. Got one starting soon. And each, the focus of each is a little bit different because there's so many ways that you can create visibility. Um, so sometimes it's on blogging or it's on creating micro content. The next one is on telling stories um, with visual content, which is why it was top of mind for me. Um, but, um, you know, the thing about visibility is deciding where, what you love to do in terms of creating content and doing it every day, something every day, so that you stay top of mind to the people who you want to, um, you know, work with. 
That's perfect. So that that is going to be the professional goal is to do something every day to be visible to your uh, community, potential clients, customers, so they think of you when they need you is That's the right. point. And then the personal goal is to schedule adventure time, schedule social time, figure out the one thing that you're not doing and schedule time to incorporate it into your life. Sound good? Perfect. I love those goals. <laughs> well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Denise Wakeman, for joining us today on the Guided Goals podcast. And you can go to guidedgoals.com for, I'll put in your links, so links and to read the show notes. And you can also um, go to writeononline.com for information on goal setting and productivity. So thanks again, everybody. We want to see you. So you have to be visible and go on out there. Go for it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.